opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Apple presentation for this week. And I'm Sheila, the Zoom host. And I would like to introduce Matt Valbrick, who is a certified Apple teacher. So, Matt, it's all yours. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Welcome to everybody. We really appreciate you coming out today to this virtual uh, event once again, where we are helping you to learn your Apple products. Uh, I am uh, I am Matt Volbrecht of the Tech Juggernaut. I am joined by uh, trainer Rita, who just came in with us. So hi there, Rita. And also trainer Lynn today from our TTJ instructor team. So we're very glad to have both of you. Trainer Cliff may join us as well at some point, not sure yet. But we are going to talk about something today that I don't think has gotten the attention that it deserves. And I think it's a mystery to a lot of people, and they just kind of ignore it. And we're going to explain what it is. We're going to demo it on iPad. And Rita, hopefully, if you're willing, you'll demo it on iPhone as well. So what we're talking about, of course, is the Files app. Because you know... I'm iPad. here, Matt. Yes, I'm hey. willing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good. You know, iPads uh, and iPhones really... I don't think when they were originally created, I don't think that the masses ever envisioned them being or becoming what they've become. Uh, maybe Apple did, uh, you know, on some level. Um, Steve Jobs, Tim Cook, maybe somewhere in the recesses of their minds, they, they saw that. But I think most people, when they first saw the iPad, and I remember reading some of the reviews, most people thought this is a consumer device. You know, I'll watch movies on it. I'll maybe surf the web on it. I'll play games on it. But that's about it. And of course, you can do those things on it. And you can do them very well on the iPad and the iPhone. But they are so much more. And we all know that. Uh, we offer a class in the spring uh, free of charge called replacing. Well, it's called iPad for all computing uh, based on the concept of replacing a traditional computer with an iPad. And it is truly possible to do that. And in fairness, it's really been possible to do that since about iOS 11. But, you know, as time has gone on, the gap has continued to be bridged. Uh, people are doing all sorts of things on their iPads and iPhones from creating documents and taking notes to you know, creating multimedia presentations and spreadsheets, writing books, hosting podcasts, editing video and audio. It is amazing what these devices are capable of doing. Now, one of the most important things on any device, if it's going to truly be a replacement for a computer, is it's going to have to have the ability to store and allow you to store as well as manage, edit, and organize all of your files, right? If we can't do that, there's there's just no, no point in it. We can't go very far if we can't do that. Apple has taken a unique approach to this because if you look at the computer world, people who are just first learning computers, when they're just starting out, do so well on a lot of the basics, right? They can learn how to do basic things. And then we come to the file system and it's like we hit the wall because it's so complicated. 
especially on the Windows side of things. You know, you got C colon backslash documents backslash whatever. You know, I don't even know what it is nowadays because I don't use Windows. Uh, but it was always this, you know, crazy hierarchical file system. And if you didn't understand it, it was very tough for you to know where things were stored. Now, Mac OS really simplified that. They did away with drive letters in favor of just basic names. And they created a way for you to access important and recent files. And in, I think, Mac OS Lion, if I'm not mistaken, they added the All My Files option, which allowed you to find files by the file type, music, documents, videos, uh, you know, spreadsheets, things of that nature. And this, again, really simplified things. But it still provides a layer of, of sort of uh, this mystery you have to unravel to be able to fully grasp where things are stored. Now, with iOS, Apple went about this in a whole different way. With iOS, the by design, the way that the system works is that you find the file you want to find by using the app that creates it or views it. And this, of course, just makes sense. I mean, we access our email by opening the mail app. We access our iMessage conversations by opening the Messages app. Why wouldn't we access our notes by opening the notes app? Why wouldn't we access our pages documents by opening the pages app? And so on and so forth. And this really does work. And it tremendously simplifies things. You don't have to worry about this hierarchical file system for storage. If you want to access your pages documents, you open pages. And you can still make folders and subfolders and all these things, but they just stay there within pages. And that will work great and continues to be the recommended way, at least the way we suggest or I suggest. I don't know if the whole team agrees with me on that, but, you know, it is the way that I suggest working with your devices 99% of the time. But as the iPad and iPhone have continued to grow in capability, there have become a couple of problems with using only that method of accessing your files. First of all, what if you are working on a project that encompasses multiple types of files? Does that really mean I have to try and remember all of the files that I need for that project? Don't forget, got to open pages, and there's three files here, and then this project also involves a numbers spreadsheet, so don't forget, I got to open numbers. Is that really the best way to do it? And the answer, of course, is maybe not. And secondly, as we're going to use these devices more and more, especially if we're considering using them as desktop replacements, what about those times when I don't have a file that natively opens this particular app, but I still want to be able to store it? So we need a way that doesn't complicate things, but that provides me with storage and most importantly in this day and age, access to all of my stuff no matter where I go, no matter which device I'm using. And that part cannot be stressed enough because it's not so long ago, most of us can remember the days where we might have worked on a file on one computer and then wanted to show it to somebody else on our laptop, but hey, we forgot to copy it or we grabbed the wrong floppy disk or flash drive or CD. And so now we can't show it to them. That is no way to live in the 21st century. 
And it doesn't have to be anymore. With cloud services like Dropbox, Google Drive, or of course my personal favorite, Apple's very own iCloud service, you can have all of your files with you on all of your devices wirelessly, automatically, with almost no setup, no matter where you go. And if you have a cellular plan on your iPad or an iPhone with cellular service, it's even easier to access these files no matter where you are. And so we need a system that is rooted in Apple's iCloud service. That has to be there. That's just priority number one. And it also has to be able to access other cloud services. It also needs to be able to access other kinds of media, right? Because maybe we still do have these devices, you know? Maybe we're like Trainer Rita, and we like to have our flash drives and and live in the 20th century. I, I pick on her about that all the time. But all kidding aside, maybe we do. And so the answer to that is the Files app. Now, the Files app is built from the ground up with iCloud support built right in. The Files app accesses iCloud Drive. iCloud Drive allows you to store whatever you want. Now, iCloud Drive is not going to show you everything that's on your device, but you can see a glimpse of some of the things on your device in another location called On My iPad or On My iPhone. And again, even that's not going to show you everything because unlike the Windows world, we, you know, we don't need to see these system files that we really have no business modifying anyway. And so they are hidden from us, but we can see the things that we have, you know, that, that, that are, are reasonable for us to have access to. And then, so that's iCloud Drive and that's On My iPhone or On My iPad. We then also have support for third-party cloud cloud storage services like Dropbox, Google Drive, pCloud, Microsoft OneDrive, and more. And of course, as of last year, we also have support built right into the Files app for network-attached storage, remote servers, and even USB media and SD cards. This is truly a huge leap forward in making the iPad a complete desktop replacement solution. Now, with the Files app, you can organize and store your files. And Apple helps you get started because when you install an app that supports iCloud, uh, specifically iCloud Drive, the the app is going to automatically, or it may do it in the local on my uh, location too, if that's the way the app decides to store its data. But either way, it's going to install for you pre-existing folders actually known as app libraries. They function like folders, but they're a key part of the app. So for example, you will have a pages app library on the iCloud Drive. You'll have a Keynote app library on iCloud Drive. It is possible to use them just like folders. You can store things in them. You can actually create subfolders in them. So they function just like folders. You can also create your own folders on iCloud Drive. And so you can really store anything you want Another thing that you can do with the Files app is you can create tags. Now, remember earlier I mentioned the idea that we uh, might have a project that encompasses multiple types of files. You know, maybe maybe I'm planning a surprise party or, you know, a barbecue or something, and it's going to involve a guest list, which I create in pages, and maybe invitations, which I create in pages, but then maybe... I'm working on a video project that I'm going to show, and that's an Apple Clips presentation, and maybe I or a keynote presentation, and maybe I'm working on a, a little song that I'm putting together, and so that tune is done in GarageBand. And so all of these different types of files relate back to the same project. And so 
we this is a personal preference thing. We could create individual folders for each of those types of things, or you can do what I do, and that is to use tags. So unless I need to, I don't actually create folders for each project. Now, sometimes I do because of collaboration, which we haven't talked about yet, but we will. But a lot of times what I do is I just save things in a videos folder or a PDFs folder or a, you know, an attachments and photos folder, whatever I might have. But then what I do is I tag that item and tags are friendly little descriptors and you can use color tags and you can also put specific names that are going to be able to help you. And later on, you can browse or search by tag anytime you want to find all the files that relate to one specific project, event or task. And so this is another part of the Files app. Now, of course, with Files app, you can have subfolders. With the Files app, you can rename and move, copy and paste all the things that a good file manager should allow you to do. And sharing and collaboration. One of the most important aspects we have of the Files app is the ability to share. We can share in numerous ways. There are, first of all, you can open files and share and, and they'll open in the app that uh, created them if that's possible and by the way these this files uh system can be integrated into other apps so you know if you use the pages app the keynote app the garage band app all of these apps actually have the files api integrated into them what that means is that when you're looking for files you have all of the same features and functionality inside those apps that you do if you go directly to the files app so you can still move, copy, rename, tag, share, collaborate, do all these things from within the apps as well. So it is as if the Files app lives inside of all of those apps. But as I said, it's possible to to share. Um, and there are numerous ways you can do that, of course. Airdrop, which is a, you know, a totally separate topic, but great way to share peer-to-peer in the same room, you know, wirelessly. Uh, you don't even need to be on the same Wi-Fi network. It, it creates a, 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 a quick um, like an ad hoc network between two people uh, using Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. And by the way, that is is a great way to share large files that normally wouldn't send in another way. Uh, you can share by messages with iMessage. You can share by mail. And even if the file is too large, Apple MailDrop allows you to send very large attachments. So that's no problem. You can share by opening your files in other apps and doing all sorts of things. And of course, Not only is there sharing, but if you use iCloud Drive, you have collaboration. You can add people, and when you do this, everybody can view the file. And if it's supported by the app, like Pages, Keynote, Numbers, GarageBand, and others, everybody in the collaboration can work together, editing the document or the file in real time, with everybody automatically getting the updated copy or the updated version of the files. Now, this is just a glimpse of what you can do. You can compress and uncompress files like zip files in the Files app. You can, of course, download files from Safari into the Files app. As I mentioned, you can even access uh, USB. You can use USB flash drives and SD cards. Now, of course, that's going to require some adapters. We'll talk about that maybe. But all of this is available And all of it is on your iPad, your iPhone, and your iPod Touch. And if you have a Mac, it integrates beautifully with the Mac because the Mac uses the Finder and the Finder accesses iCloud Drive. Not only does the Finder access iCloud Drive, but if you have a Macintosh, the documents and 
downloads folders and the desktop folder that the Mac has all get stored in iCloud if you allow it. So that means you always have access to the things that matter to you at all times. I hope you're getting this integration within the apps, how the apps can access everything from files. And I also hope that you're understanding just how awesome iCloud Drive is. You know, it's where I store everything. And it really does help you in two ways. Number one, you know, device storage is a precious commodity. And I always get something, you know, larger than the base model, at least 128 gigabytes. And that's wonderful. And I I really do believe in doing that. But when you use iCloud Drive, then you finally don't have to maybe buy the largest storage capacity that they have out there because you can upgrade your iCloud storage a lot more easily. And iCloud Drive storage options, I believe, will continue to grow. There's even a rumor. Now, this has not been confirmed. Please don't hold me to this. Number one, I don't speak for Apple. I don't know the answer to this. Even if I did, I wouldn't be allowed to share it with you. But there is a rumor that is stating that if you have... Well, when you are able to get it, it's not available yet. But if you get the new Apple One service, the top of the line one, what is it, premium or premier or whatever they're calling that, you're going to have the option to actually double your storage. I think that'll cost you a little bit extra, but that would give you up to four terabytes of iCloud drive storage. Right now, the maximum is two, which is still quite sufficient for the vast majority of users. So you can easily have up to two terabytes in iCloud drive even right now at this second. Uh, Or you can do something smaller. Just a dollar a month gives you 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage. There's a lot of people that's plenty for. So, And and this this iCloud drive storage can be shared among people in the family, up to six family members. So this iCloud drive, folks, I'm telling you, take a look at this if you've not done it because it really is a great way to store your stuff. And again, probably the most important thing in my view, it makes it available on every single device that you are using. So you are not worrying about what is where, where it's stored. You know, you work on something and it just automatically is available. I I can't stress that at all. I could just talk all day about that. I promise I won't, but I could because really, you know, you don't have to worry about where your stuff is anymore. You just use your devices the way you want to. You work on a, uh, you know, a keynote presentation on your iPad you go out to dinner and all you got is your iPhone and somebody wants to see this thing, you just pick up your iPhone and it's there. And you're looking at it and, oh, I, I should add a little uh, a little transition effect here. I don't like that. I need to change that. Or, oh, I misspelled a word here. Let me fix that. So I fixed that on my iPhone. And when I get back home, my iPad already reflects that change that I've made. And this is built right in. All you've got to do is sign in with your Apple ID. So that is an overview of the Files app. Now, the Files app is divided up into two sections, uh, two tabs on the iPhone. iPad displays it a little bit differently because of the new app sidebars in iPad OS 14. So I'm going to give Rita a few seconds because I always, I always call on her and she's right in the middle of something when I do that, you know, because she's a multitasker. She works very, very hard. And a lot of times, okay, she's doing two things at once. And I call on her and she... You know, well, well, you know, what, what can I say about you? Uh, <laughs> and it, it's not it's not very often that you see a rumor before I did, but I didn't even see that one yet about possibly being able to double our storage for that top line plan. So, yeah, that was buried somewhere. I forget where I even read that. Uh, oh, I know where it was. It was in the uh, well, I think I think it was in the Mac rumors article that said, like, Apple won what you need to know or something like that. It was a couple okay. days ago. They wrote this one of the things article. I wanted to touch on. I came in a little late, so I don't know if you uh, actually said it about. Um, about in the files app being able to um, access the a network attached storage device um, collected. Well, I glossed over it very briefly. So go ahead. Yeah. 
No, I mean it. I mean it's, it's just basically another entity of storing stuff into your files. That, but like you, once that well, you already have it. But for me, once that Apple One service becomes available, I'm not even going to need the network attached storage. Of course, I'm going to use it for my personal movie collection and infuse. And I don't know if you've already went over cord cutting in one of these presentations, but I'd be glad to go over that another day. That presentation that I gave the other day, because that was actually the most detailed description that I've ever given on that. You know coming from iTunes to where we are now, but having your network attached storage in your files app, being able to access it on your network, just in case you only have a 50 gigabyte plan or even the 200 gigabyte plan and you need to store a good amount of files, that will show up in your list of drives once you get past more in your tags. Your network attached storage will be identified by your by its IP address. And once you, you know, connect that, you know, it's pretty much connected, it's set it and forget it. You never have to do it again because it keeps the memory unless you restore your phone, get a new device or whatever. But that just gives you another option. If you don't have iCloud, Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, or any of those, you know, iCloud presents a better pricing option once this Apple One service comes out. Right now, they're, you know, $10 a month for two terabytes once a month is fine. Um, I didn't want to pay that. initially because to me adding that up i could have bought a couple of network chat storage drive devices but with the plans that they're coming out with with the apple one service that makes more sense especially when you save just about almost in in the area of 30 bucks when you combine that whole service together what you get with that 29.99 dollar plan i can't wait for absolutely absolutely That's yeah. And and what he's talking about in case anyone doesn't know and we did do a cord cutting presentation a couple months ago but you know what what he's referring to, network attached storage or an, a NAS, NAS, is really just what its name suggests. It's a hard drive that is on your network. And in most cases, you're going to plug them into your Wi-Fi gateway or router or you know some access point. If you have a mesh system, usually it can be plugged into any of the pods or points or whatever your particular brand calls them. Uh, you know, just as long as there's an Ethernet cable, some of them use USB, but you know, whatever. And once this is on your network, it can be accessed by any device that's capable of accessing a NAS. And so, you know, for example, I have an eight terabyte NAS, which I was given as a gift. Basically, this thing just sits in our basement connected to a pod and you can use it anywhere. You know, Apple TV, iPad, iPhone, and and sometimes you need a specific app like on the Apple TV. You know, if you're trying to watch home movies from it. There's an app which we did talk about called Infuse, you know, but the Files app can see these NAS drives also, and you can copy and paste and move things and store things. And so it's just another way uh, of doing things. And the price of those is is shockingly reasonable, actually. Um, And so, you know, and again, your USB flash drives as well. So. Uh, here's what I'd like, Rita, if you're willing, and and uh, what I because I want to demonstrate this uh, on the iPad, but I really want you to demonstrate it on the phone first if you're ready, because I think that a lot of people are going to do it there, and that's the more traditional view. We have the tabs. We got a recents tab at the bottom and a browse tab. The recents tab is gonna. Uh, show us just what its name says, all the stuff we've recently opened or recently worked on or whatever, and then the f- the, the browse tab. So, Rita, uh, I'm I'm really gonna task you today if it's okay, and I'm gonna mute for just a minute while I'm um, while you're doing this. I- I'm gonna have you show those two tabs as well as maybe showing the idea of using your USB flash drives because I know you always have one at the ready. I couldn't even tell you where I have one because no, I, love- I don't. But I- you really don't. Oh my goodness! I, is, now I is this a, 
Is this an indication that you've finally left the 20th century and you're actually <laughs> using your iCloud? Store? I knew I started laughing when you were talking about that. But I she finally she finally got into that DeLorean and came to the future, huh? That's all right. right. <laughs> DeLorean. <clears throat> so maybe we can also show them and, and I, I mean if you want me to do this i don't mind or if you want to do it but maybe we can also show them how to save something to the files app too you know whether it's sure. a photo sure, or can, anything sure um okay well i yeah i'm ha- i'm comfortable with talking about a little bit the file you know and uh, yeah go ahead okay I'll, all right I'll talk. i'm gonna i'm just gonna mute for a minute i'll hear you if you need you know I'll, I'll be back obviously i'm not leaving okay uh but just i'm gonna mute for just a minute and and then i'll be right back with you while you're talking about that and then when you're finished i'm gonna do the ipad version okay the uh the files app uh i was a little hesitant uh some time ago i was like well i'll, I'll never use that and and then i discovered <clears throat> If you're looking for something and you can't find it, it's probably in the files app because the files app is where things go that you've downloaded. And uh, it's it's an amazing um, organizational tool. And uh, there when you open the files app, there are two tabs at the bottom. There's a recents and a browse. And if you select the browse tab at the what this is is these are collapsing type menus. Like when you open something, things expand. When you go back, they collapse. And so I always start with you know everything collapsed up at the top, and there are places where documents, recordings, images can go. And <clears throat> so the files app is just this amazing place where you have. I think of it as the series of cabinets in a room and I can open a specific cabinet drawer and I can go to a specific file. And so I really like keeping things organized. I don't have near the volume of material that Matt and Cliff do, you know, with their devices. And then last year with iOS 13, it became so much easier to also have external storage capability. And I have um, stuff, documents on USB drives, uh, save uh, pictures of my house, you know, to save for insurance purposes. Um, documents, like say a will and, uh, you know, whatever. Okay, say I've got these important documents. <clears throat> if I have them on a USB drive, I can now get an adapter. It's a lightning to USB number three powered camera adapter is what it's called. And it's, oh, I think it's like $40, 30-some dollars <clears throat> from Apple. There are cheaper versions of this adapter out, but they will not. We found the hard way with students that you cannot transfer data you may be able to access data, but you can't transfer. Um, and you also, for my iPhone, I need power to that adapter. I need AC current. So you need an adapter that's got <clears throat> a lightning uh, connector on one end to connect to your my lightning for my iPhone. And then on the other end of the adapter is a USB receiver 
port and another lightning port so I can plug into power. <clears throat> so if I ever was, you know, someplace where I needed to access these documents on a USB drive, and I like keeping things, not a lot, just a few documents, quite frankly, but on a backup um, USB. So I've got them in case something ever happens. And so I can plug that adapter into my phone. I can put the USB drive in, hook it up to power and open the files app and it'll show up as another place to go to get documents. So <clears throat> when you very first, I don't have the adapter connected right now because I didn't think I would be showing that. Thank you, Matthew. So, so we, we can talk about it, though. So at, when I open the files app, okay, um, and also Pages, for example, if you use Pages, which is Apple's word processing program, if you use Pages, anything you create in Pages are also stored in the files app. So just to, to let you know that it's a place for documents to go. When you download things, it wants to, it'll go, where do you want to put this? Okay, where in the hierarchy do you want to put this document, this photo, this MP3 file? And you'll be given choices. And a lot of times it will select the most recent thing you've done. If you've accessed a folder, um, then it'll go, do you want to move it to there? And it'll you, you say yes or no. So, so anyway, so I've opened the files app and I'm just going to touch at the bottom and show you the two tabs at the bottom. Tab bar, recents. Oh, tab. Let me open. Want to turn this up a little bit more? <coughs> Browse heading. Okay. Search. Search. Tab bar. Recents. Tab one of two. Okay, so one of two recents. Selected. Browse. Browse. Two of two. Okay, so there's recents and browse. So <coughs> browse is selected. So now I'm going to touch near the top left, and everything is collapsed here. Browse. Heading. Okay, so there's the browse heading. Let's turn this up a little button. bit. Browse heading. Okay. Search. Search field. And dictate. So now I'm just going to swipe right. I've got my focus to the top left where it says browse. Search. Search field. Dictate. Button. Locations. Button. Okay. Heading. Expanded. <clears throat> okay. Double tap to collapse. Okay. It says locations expanded because this is where. I can find things. So I, I keep this expanded, this locations. So <clears throat> I'm going to swipe right. iCloud Drive. iCloud Drive. That's one location. On my iPhone. On my iPhone, another location. Shared documents. Shared documents. Recently deleted. Favorites. Button. Downloads. Folder. Tab bar. Recents. Okay, Tab. that's it. Now, mine's pretty simple hierarchy. Other people have a lot more going on here. Um, and <clears throat> so we recommend that you store your documents in iCloud Drive. iCloud Drive is the storage place in the cloud <laughs> where documents can go and they are synced between all of your devices. So if you have an iPad, if you've got an iPhone, they can, they're synced automatically as um, so you need to have iCloud Drive enabled, of course, turned on. And it is by default unless somebody you somebody's turned it off. Okay. And so this is a place in the cloud where your documents are safe. And Apple has the best 
quite frankly, this is our opinion, safety record in terms of security because they're so vehement about privacy more than other companies, okay? And there are all kinds of other iCloud storage options, Dropbox, Peak Cloud, Google Drive, okay? There's all these other resources. <clears throat> but I put stuff in iCloud Drive because then I know that they seamlessly connect between my devices. So if I pick up my iPad, I know that document that I saved in iCloud Drive is going to be there, okay? So I keep very I don't keep hardly anything on my phone itself because it's just on my phone. Now, if I, I lost my phone and my phone's backed up to the cloud, <clears throat> of course, that will restore. Now, if I had some kind of private, you know, or something, I don't know, but I, I just don't. I clean it up all the time. I don't keep documents specific on my phone that I wouldn't keep in iCloud Drive. Now, if I really want something private, I've got it on an external USB drive, okay, that I can hook up to my phone. So I'm going to just touch up here and open iCloud Drive. Browse, heading, search, dictate, but locations, button, iCloud Drive, selected, okay. Apple Training and Resources. <clears throat> okay, so now I have created folders in iCloud Drive. And so, of course, they are put here alphabetically. So I've just, I can just quickly swipe here. B, folder, zero items. Blindness resource information plus Northern Illinois University book files. Christmas gift list, history, Christmas greeting letters. Folder. Okay, so I've got so I've got things alphabetically, and <clears throat> I move a lot to the TTJ. I wonder who those people are <laughs> folder. <laughs> so I've got a lot in here. So I know that that begins with a T. Okay, so I if I want to find what's in my TTJ folder, I don't. I can keep flicking through the alphabet one letter at a time, or I can touch over here on this convenient vertical scroll bar, which I'm going to touch to the right. Downloads folder two items. Let's see if it does swipe it. up or down to select a custom action, then double tap to activate. All right. Christmas gift list <laughs> history folder not downloads folder two well, items tap bar selected browse tab. Christmas greeting letters folder. Okay, Matt, items. how come I'm not finding the vertical down scroll to bar? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to flick up with three fingers. See if that'll. Page two of three. Okay, so, oh, because I've only got three pages. Okay, fine. Okay. Matt's got hundreds. <laughs> so, anyway, so I'm going to just touch. I'm on the third page. I'm just going to touch just to bring focus. Garage band for IO. Go. I. I. Muse. Nancy. Pages. Reader. Recipes. Recordings from my dad. Resources for visual. Read a personal. Read his calendar. <coughs> Tony personal. T 28 items. Oh, here we go. TTJ 20-21. Okay. 40 items. Shared by Matthew Valbrecht. Okay. So, Shared by Matthew Valbrecht. So I've got a folder called TTJ 2020. 2021. Whatever. And it's documents that we have all shared um, the teachers with each other um, that uh, we put a, I've put up here. Uh, and so I can access these documents. And these are documents that are going to be posted to the Google Classroom classes. Um, so anyway, so that's where I can find documents. Um, let me go back. I call drive. Back button. Okay. <clears throat> so, so there's, so I've got 28 folders in iCloud Drive that I can move stuff to that I could find really easily alphabetically. Let's see if this vertical scroll bar is... Tony Personal, folder, four items. No, it's not. Actions available. I don't know where the vertical scroll bar is for the here. 
uh, but anyway, so I, I, since I only have three pages, I can just flick with three fingers. Page two of three. Page one of three. See, you hear that? That so that takes me up to the top. Or I could touch the status bar with a one finger double tap, and that'll bring me to the top. There's a whole bunch of ways to navigate, of course, you know. Um, so that's my little thing here. And if I plugged in the USB, um, it would show up as another source to go get documents. So, Matt, what next? And, of course, he's probably doing something else. <laughs> um, so, okay, Matt. There we go. There you go. Yep. Okay, All how right. come I can't find the vertical scroll bar when I'm in uh, the list view in uh, iCloud Drive? Is it because I only have three pages? It's probably um, because, yeah, it's probably because whatever is there. Like, uh, let, like let, I'll, I'm going to grab my iPad now. Okay. I mean, it's right here, but it's just plugged in at the moment, and I want to... Okay. And okay. so... Okay. I, I'm fairly certain I have the vertical scroll bar, but I have... Uh, you're just in the iCloud Drive folder, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. And I've got okay. uh, 28 folders in iCloud Drive folder, or five, whatever, section, <laughs> location. <laughs> okay. Let's get some more volume button to the left. Now, let me just... Notifications. Doc, mail, files. Okay. Now, as so, Matt is opening this on his iPad, there's a lot more real estate on an iPad, so he's going to have access to more information, and there's more uh, navigating yeah, that he bad. needs to do when he opens something up. If you make it feel any better, I don't have the vertical scroll bar on my phone Thank either. You. I only have oh, five okay. uh, Can you guys yeah. hear me? Yeah, let yeah, me hear you. Got you. Oh, uh, one thing I, I was going to say, but I couldn't unmute in time. So and then it disconnected me. So I don't, if I'm interrupting, tell me and I won't continue. But you had asked anything else. So I had was going to ask you to do recents because you did browse. Oh, mm hmm. OK. <clears throat> yeah. Do you want me to? Uh, look, I, I don't uh, know. Only if, the, if, if you moved on okay. to something else, then never mind. No, that's fine. Um, uh, Matt, you want to see if you've got a vertical scroll bar in? On yeah, iPad? yeah. Now, of course, this is iPad, but let me let me just look. Well, yeah, there's a vertical scroll bar. There it is. Yeah. Well, um, read them. Lynn has a point because if if you go to recents, the vertical scroll bar appears. <laughs> okay. Is that right? Now let me see what I'm in. Maybe I'm in recents. Let me see. Yeah, because if I if I switch back to browse, the vertical scroll bar is not there. Yeah. Yep, so I, I'm in recents yep. now. So let's go to yep. iCloud Drive, and I bet I don't have it then. Maybe. 30, 30, zoom audio. 30, nope. Yeah. It's I don't have it then either. So you oh, got me in recents. So, so you got to be in recents yeah. to get the vertical scroll bar. I'll be darned. How about that? Search. Oh, there we go. Five, okay. Nine, so, See, Lynn, I told like, you you know something we don't. Well, <laughs> thank you, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> so we've got, uh, you know, in my recents, like if you've been working on something pretty intensely and you're constantly moving stuff into a folder or whatever, that recents is really handy because you just open it back up and it's like, there it is, recents, you know, the thing you were just doing, working on. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Do you want to show? You just helped me realize something, Rita. I got to kick my family out of my iCloud drive. I only got five gigabytes left. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't even say it, Matt. I don't want to hear it. Open up. Uh, there's a package for you. 
Mm-hmm. Open up the uh, open up the wallet a little bit and get the terabyte plan. You'll be fine. Right. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the, the the Apple One service. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, you'll end up with the terabyte. Yeah, yeah. There's a package <laughs> with your name on it waiting. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, so you want me to demonstrate some of these things on the iPad now, right? Uh, sure. Whatever, whatever you okay. want. To, do you want to talk about downloads for your, the iPhone? Um, well, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute, and then I'll show the iPad. So there is a, um, which, by the way, in fairness, since about iOS 10, maybe, you've been able to download files onto the iPad and iPhone. People don't think you could, but you could. The difference was you had to, they, they kind of downloaded into a cache memory, and they opened in a quick look interface, which is where you can access the file, but it's not saved. You know, you can, if you hit done, it's gone, but you can hit share. There's always a share button in the quick look interface, and then you can put it somewhere else. Now, what they've done in iOS, well, yeah, iOS and iPadOS, I guess, version, uh, I guess it was 13 that was added in. It all becomes a blur after a while uh, when, you know, what version had what, but I'm pretty certain it was 13. You were, they finally created a download manager so you can see your downloaded files you can, you know, they automatically actually save and they save to a place of your choosing, which you designate from Safari settings. You know, you go to the settings app and open Safari. But again, we suggest iCloud Drive and that is the default. And so if you leave it alone, a new folder called downloads gets created for you when it's needed and it is available on all of your devices. And you're going to be able to, um, I'm trying to think right now off the top of my head, if I know of a uh, well, yeah, I tell you exactly where I can go to get a, a, a demo of this. Uh, it's, it would take me a minute, but I can do it uh, because I need to do it anyway for class. Um, we have recordings that get made automatically for our teaching sessions, and we make those available, you know, and, and I have to post a couple today. And so what I'll do is I'll go and show you how to download something because I got to do it anyhow. So we'll uh, we'll do that first. And I'm going to you hear voiceover in the background. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to try. Good, to You can get some homework done and a demo at the same time. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. One thing I want to point out, though, is <coughs> can change the, the download location. And I do this sometimes when I'm downloading multiple files from a site and I want it to go directly somewhere so I don't have to keep on moving. Like recently I've been downloading audio described movies and the downloads folder so i have an what i call an ad folder put the hashtag in front of it so it's always at the top but i when i do when i go to download multiple audio described movies i go switch my download location so they go directly there and i don't have to move them so that is an option you don't have to but you can that is very true very true all right so what i'm going to do is I'm going to save this, which is going to, it's actually going to take me to a Safari page. All right. So here's, we'll just do this one here. Uh, this is good. We're going to rename it later. And it's going to show me the recording password, which I need to either copy or I need to, uh, you know, just memorize. So just give me a minute. Okay. It's going to show me that again, too. Uh, and what what happens here is this this is the webex app okay which is not which is why i'm not just letting you hear all of this because it really doesn't matter but but what we're going to do is download this okay so i think if we i'm worried i'm going to forget that password because i'm doing this you know under pressure of demoing it to everybody 
Uh, but we're going to say, uh, let's see, we're actually, what I want to do is I want to share it. And that'll take, that'll give me a link to share. Okay, so I'm going to share. And- I've never seen you join the WebEx voter for us to share those recordings because I definitely need that one from Wednesday because I want that clip of my presentation of Infuse for my Yeah, you know, I, I, got the, I got the link from you, but I think I need to have you resend it because it came as a, it didn't, it didn't open properly when I tried to do that, and I forgot to tell you. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, I'll send it again. Need, yeah, we may need to just do that again. Um, okay, so I'm going to, I have to copy this link. The way you do this in WebEx is a little strange, but it's, it's fine. I'm going to copy, let's just copy this. All right. And what I'm doing is then I'm going to show you how we, yeah, how we actually download something. Uh, Let me see if I can copy this quickly because it it would be nice if you can. All right, it's putting me in the wrong place here. Message. Hi. M. Message. Double tap. Double tap to dismiss. Okay. Plain text. All right, let's just put it. well, I'll tell you what we can actually do. We can put it. I was going to put it in a in a message, but yeah, I'm just going to copy and paste it right into Safari here because that's where I need to go anyway. Let's see. Now I have to delete some stuff from what gets copied. That's the weird part about WebEx. It puts um, a lot of verbiage. You know, hi. Uh, M.jvolbrick wants to share. It gives you all this stuff. So I got to delete all that because I just want the web address. And there's two web addresses they give you, one to stream and one to download. So we got to delete all this excess stuff. What I'm doing, just so you know, is I'm, I pasted this into Safari, but I'm going to use text selection. In fact, I'm going to use line selection. Hi. Nope, that's going to be too much. Words. Word, it's going to have to be word selection. Okay. So we don't want the we don't want the stream link. We want the download recording link. All right, now we should be left with just that link, but I'm going to make sure there's nothing else after it. Oh, there is. Yep, there's the word thanks. So we need to text selection lines. Now we're ready. Thanks, M. Okay, so now we're on this website. And what I have... Your meeting service had a problem now, processing your request. Oh, goodness gracious. There must be some <laughs> issue with WebEx that had a problem processing my request. So I'm not going to be able to show you that right now. Um, I'm trying to think of anything I could download. Well, I'll, I'll just describe it to you because for the sake of time. What happens is when you click on a link, I don't know why that WebEx didn't work. I've never seen that before. But, you know, we'll fix it later, I'm sure. But here's what, uh, what I can tell you is when you try to download something... What it will do is it will just prompt you with a little pop-up. It'll say, do you want to download? And it'll tell you what the name of the file is. And all you've got to hit is, is download. And, and it's as simple as that. It's just going to download in the background. You can keep using Safari. If you want to check the status of the download or view it right from Safari, there is always a downloads button that will appear up in the address Matt? bar. Yes. I'm on a... Uh a site. Uh, it's the BBC 
um, sound effects site. And I've been doing a project with a school district, a long story. Anyway, um, there's these sound effects that they're, they're offering up and I'm on a site and I picked uh, bicycles as the sound effects. And so I haven't tried, do you want me to try to see if I can download a sound effect to see if I can get it to play? With that help, Rita, sure. I saved that all. I saved that also. It's really cool. It has like what's that called? I'll Google it now too. Is it just BBC sound effects? Uh, yes, BBC uh, sound effect. It was on the. Uh, it was on the top tech tidbits. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I can I'm send going you the link. Also. Matt, they changed the verbiage for the share the folder. Remember, it used to be um, add people. Right now, now it says share and I, share share folder in iCloud is what it says now. Okay. So okay. I, I heard that text come through on your iPad, so I just sent you that link. Yep, that was I saw that. Okay, here's a here's a sound listen slash download. So we got um, I don't know what we got here, but do you want me to send you the link for this real quick? Or you can I think I got it though. Okay, okay. I, I, I found. I mean, I'm just picking a random random okay. sound. It's a it says a two stroke petrol engine. Yeah, and you can You're on play okay. it. Sounds like yeah. this, maybe. Okay, go for it. All right, we're going to pause that. Five seconds. Now. Remaining. Two-stroke pet single-cylinder engines. Diesel. What I'm not seeing yet is a download button. Play, but let's keep seconds. looking here. Adjustable. Remaining. Zero seconds. Single-cylinder header engine. Start. Run. Stop. One, one, slash, two, hour. Pay. Link. There's a link for it. Action's so maybe we have to click on that link. Okay. I haven't tried this yet. I'm sorry. Run, I didn't stop. know we were going to try it. Gonna... One, one, slash, two. Well, no, I didn't need it. Start. Single start. Constant run with engine driving small compressor engines. Pet 200. Web dialog close. But terms of use. By continuing, you agree to comply with the terms of the. Okay, so I gotta agree with that. Agree. agree. Okay, maybe that's the play button. Now what's it? It popped up something. Maybe it's asking me. Stop. Let's see. In progress. Cellular. Two. Okay, it's still. Gotta give it a minute because it's here. It is. It's here. Yep, it popped up. Do you want to download? Yay. Seven, zero, so it's seven, so six, what zero, he's five, looking zero. for here is the download. Wow. It's a button, correct? Well, it was, it was just I had to click on the link, and then okay. I had to agree to those terms, and then it popped up and it said, "Do you want to download?" And it's this long file name dot wav. Close. I can close it, view or I can view it, or I can download it, download it, which is what I'm going to do. Now, once I do that, website not secure. BBC logo up at the top. Wow, the BBC doesn't have a, an SSL a secure website. Goodness, I know. Gracious. Now, up at the top in the address bar, sound effects heading address bbcsfx.acropolis.org.uk. If we swipe, format options, address, reload, toolbar, downloads button to the right. Past that down, past that reload button, there is a new button here. Downloads that will only stay here for whatever your settings say and i think the default is like 24 hours or like the, the, it clears it the next day when it clears it it does not delete it from the downloads folder it's just it's just deleting your download history but i can go here to this toolbar downloads button and it's a shortcut instead of having to go to the files app and go to the downloads folder and all that i can just hit the downloads button here in safari it pops downloads, up heading, and i swipe to the right clear button. i can clear that list again that's not deleting what's in the folder Zero seven zero seven six zero five zero audio thirty five dot eight megabytes. There's the file Actions that available. they did. They decided not to put a friendly name on, and so it's a bunch of characters. Uh, but 
Zero. Seven, what I can zero, do, seven, six, I can double tap it to play it. Let's see what my context options are if I long press. Maybe I don't have any because it's in Safari. Clear. Probably I don't. Let's zero, double tap seven. it. Okay. Done. Now I double tap it. I'm in a quick look interface I told you about, right? But it's saved because it's in my downloads folder. Zero. But here, play. I can play it. Play. Pause. Button. All right. I can pause it. Share. Button. There's my share button. So if I want to do something else with it besides just leave it in the downloads folder, play. I can do that. But now what I'd love to show you, I'm going to hit done and I'm going to get out of this Download. Downloads pop-up window. Dismiss pop-up. Okay. Tool. And I'm going back to the Files app because I want to show you what else we can do now. Let's go to Downloads. Mail. Files. Okay. Here's the Files app. Now, Hide sidebar. Button. first of all, this is different on the iPad from what Rita had on the iPhone, okay? Because this has the sidebar. And you already heard it say, Hide Sidebar. I don't want to do that. I want the sidebar there. So the sidebar is going to run the length of the left-hand side up and down the, the side of the iPad. And it has on it more button. a more button, which I don't know if Rita showed you this. It has scan documents. You can button. scan documents directly into the files app. Scan. Connect to server. You, that's where you connect to a server, like a remote drive. Edit sidebar. And of course, you can edit what's on the sidebar, which is how you change things on the iPad version. I don't want to do that. Dismiss context menu. So we're just going to dismiss. But let more. me show you what else after the more button. Files, heading, recents. There's that recents button. I can double tap that to select that and see all of my recent files, including, I assume, that file we just downloaded. But let me show you what else is there. Shared documents. You can also double tap on shared documents. That's anything you've collaborated or that's been shared with you. Locations, button, heading, expanded. You'll notice that's expanded, so it's collapsible. That means that it's not actually going to take me to a new place. It's just going to bring up some more stuff underneath it. If you've explored the music app on the iPad, or if you had a chance to listen to the thing I posted last night about app sidebars on the iPad, it's very similar to the music app, how you can expand the library and you can expand the, the list of playlists and stuff. So that's what this is, and and it's expanded already. And my locations, Art Studio. Oops, I, I accidentally. Art I'm Studio. sorry, that was my fault. I okay, here we go. Locations. locations selected. iCloud Drive. So of course I'm on iCloud Drive. Why not? And then on my iPad, there's my local storage if I would need it. Recently deleted. Recently deleted. Favorites button heading. Now we're expanded. on a whole new section, which is expandable, and it already is expanded, and it's called favorites. I can mark anything I want as favorites. Apple has gone ahead and marked one thing as favorites for me. It's the downloads downloads folder. folder. Now we'll keep going. Tags, button, heading, expanded. So double tap to collapse. You remember I told you about tags. This is where the this is where you you can whatever tags you've given to a file. Uh, they appear here, and you can browse by those tags. So, like for example, Zoom recordings. That's a tag. A Teresa book. That's another tag. TTJ. Spring 19 messages. Wonders. iPad course. Purple. All these, even some colors, all right? All those different tags. Now, what I have selected is iCloud Drive. So when I select something on the left-hand side, on an iPad, of course, it's going to appear on the right-hand side of the iPad. And so I'm going to reach up to the right, and I'm going to touch this. New folder button. I can make a new folder in iCloud Drive. iCloud Drive. I can. Home. Search, search field. Search my iCloud Drive. Tap dictate button. Or I can just start swiping. Art Studio Pro folder. Two items. 
Attachments and Photos, Folder, 37 Items, Audio Choices, Folder, 48 Items, Shared by Cliff and Shari Miller. See that one Cliff and I are sharing. Audio Files, Folder, 168 Items, BFM Stuff, Book Files, Clips 1. All these different folders that I have here, and in, including some of them that were put there by various apps, okay? So this is my list of folders, including... Desktop, Documents. Downloads folder that thirty five items download folder where my my engine sound just went that I uh, chose to uh, download. So let's go into well. First of all, let me explain that that uh, I mentioned collaboration earlier. You know, you can share both and collaborate with both files and folders, um, and that's really really cool. So it's just uh, very similar to Dropbox, except I like it better. It's you know tightly integrated it just works now i'm going to open up this um downloads folder downloads folder download i probably could have also found it from the recents but what i want to show you new folder there's again a new folder button so i can make a subfolder we have a let's see new icons button you can view this as icons or as um other ways a list or gallery here's the select button what does that do the select button is for multi-selection. Like if you want to select seven different files at the same time to move them or copy them or delete them, whatever, okay, you go into there. Now, search. Hey, me, search. you should uh, accept that invite that I sent you so you can show them how to join a folder. Okay, yeah, I, I will. That's a good idea. I'll do that. Um, so I now finish this demo. I'll go into messages and, and do that. Dictate. So here's my zero seven zero seven six zero five zero audio today three fifty four p.m. And that's the thing we just downloaded. Apple Camp at Home Activity Book underscore one five nine two. There's some other stuff. Now, if I if I want to perform actions on this zero seven zero seven six zero five zero. What I'm going to do is I'm going to long press, which is a double tap and hold. Copy it is also activity. in the rotor. If you prefer using rotor actions, you can do that. I'm going to double tap and hold. And I get a whole list of choices. It includes... Copy, button, duplicate, move, delete, info, quick look, tags, rename, share, compress, dismiss context menu. All those different options. And if I choose share, I get a whole bunch more options. Share Let's see what those are. So Zero, this seven. is an audio file. Zero, so what seven. I see here, Matthew's iPhone AirDrop main instructor chat. My Post. list of sharing suggestions will go past all those. And here's plus AirDrop button. AirDrop messages, yeah. mail, Ferrite, Ferrite, which is a recording audio editing app. Of course, you can open an audio file in Ferrite. WordPress. I can open it in WordPress, upload it to a, you know, a blog post or a page. Notes. I can attach it to a note in notes. Classroom. I can open it in Google Classroom and attach it to, you know, an assignment or a material. Drive. Button. There's Google Drive. Backpack. There's button. the Backpack Studio, our, one of our podcasting apps that we use. iMovie. Uh, there's iMovie. I can bring this into iMovie, a, you know, a sound effect for a movie. LumaFusion. LumaFusion, the very, very high-end video editor. Anchor. Button. Anchor, our other podcast. More. Button. And then the more button if I want to modify these things or see if there's anything else. Now, if we keep going, there's even more we can do with it. Copy. Button. We can copy it. Share file in iCloud. There's the option Cliff was talking about, and he's correct. They renamed it Share File in iCloud. Save as draft. And then share to LumaFusion. 
add tags button. There's where you add tags. Ultimate YouTube downloader. And there's an, download. a, another a shortcut that I have, a couple tags. of shortcuts and edit actions. And it's gonna. these are going to be different depending on what you are using. If this were a PDF file, it would allow me to print it and mark up the file. If it were a pages document, it would allow me to open it in pages. If it were a, a book, it would say, or, or even a PDF, you could copy it to Apple Books, you know, all these different things. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to copy this because I don't want to just leave it in downloads. I'm going to put it in my audio files. So here it is. I'm going to double tap and hold again to bring up that context menu. And I'm going to choose copy. Now, you know, I could have also chosen move. Um, and it would have just asked me where I wanted to move it, but I'm going to actually do it this way. Cause this is really cool. Search. So now I've copied it. Now I'm going to go back, select icons, but new folder downloads heading. Let's go back. iCloud drive back button. And I'm going to find my audio folder actions available. Desktop audio files. There it is. PDF. Audio files. Double tap. Folder. Audio file. All right. One. How do we paste? What we do is we go to the very, very bottom of the screen, four finger, single tap. Vertical scroll bar, 11 pages. Oh, now I have a vertical scroll bar, guys. Inside of a folder, I have a vertical scroll bar. And if I go to the left... 168 items, 1.19 terabyte available on iCloud. That status bar, if I double tap and hold on that, what I get... Vertical paste menu item. A little context menu. Paste, move here, move here new folder, new folder scan document, scan document menu, and info. info. I want to choose paste, paste because remember I'm copying and pasting. I could also choose move here. We'll just do paste. Paste menu item. One audio. Now if I look here at my list of files, Dictate. I'm gonna see one o two clean o two three zero four dash cdf. I have a lot of stuff that happens to have those numbers on it, but I, I'll see that 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 file that I just uh, copied once I figure out what it was, what number it was called again. I thought it actually started with a a zero, but I'll find it. I'm sure here. Let me just keep looking for a second, and it really, you know, we know it, we know it pasted, um, and so that's where here it is. Here it is. It's here it is. Here. 2000. Oh, sorry. 0707060050 audio today. There it is. And again, we can just double tap it. And we can play. Play it. Play. Pause button. All right. Not 100% convinced that I'll ever use that, but hey, you know, why not have it? Now, I'm going to uh, I'm going to also do as Cliff mentioned, which is that I'm going to go back to the um but I'm going to go to the messages app because he sent me a link to join a shared folder so that we can share the WebEx recordings. And what I will do is I'll, I'll uh, bring up the doc so I can get to messages very quickly. Doc, files, Safari, messages. And I'll double tap on messages. And what I will do is find the file, find the message from Trainer Cliff, which will be right here. WebEx shared from iCloud Drive. WebEx shared from iCloud Drive. Messages. So it's just in my conversations with Cliff. Cliff. WebEx iCloud Drive, 3.51 p.m. There it is. And it says it's a link. So if I double tap on this. Cliff, WebEx, alert, open WebEx and files. Cliff and Shari Miller shared this folder. You will join as Matthew Vollegrecht, left parent and dot And it's reading my Apple ID. Not now. It was going to say more than that. Let me see what else it was going to say. 
I didn't realize it was going to say more until I heard Alex breathe. So <laughs> I got to see what <laughs> what else he was going to say. Also be added to iCloud Drive. Oh, there it will also be added to iCloud Drive. Okay, so that's what we want. Not now. Not now or open, open and that's what I want to do. Messages. Message. Text field is editing. All right. So it is opening me in the up files. in the files app. And button. if I look now, share dictate button shared by Cliff and Shari Miller. M. I'm inside this and he's already got a recording example, in here. One video in iCloud nine slash fifteen slash twenty ten thirty five PM added by Cliff and Shari Miller. And you see it even tells me who added the file. So I know that that was added by Cliff. Now I can go back and I can see that WebEx is now part of my um, video files. WebEx folder, six items. There it is. Part of my iCloud Drive because I accepted that invite. So that is uh, a bit about the Files app. And I, I'll tell you what, it's already 4.09. I know we put in the description that we would also show you drag and drop and multitasking. I think we need to wait for another day on that because I don't want to overwhelm you and, and not give you time for questions. So let's just take three or four more minutes and see if the other instructors have anything to add. That'll put us right at about the 15 minutes remaining mark, at which point we will open it up to your questions. So um, Cliff, Lynn, Rita, do you guys have anything else to add to this about the uh, files app? I don't. I thought you covered it, everything that I could think of. So it was great. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Cliff or Rita, anything else? Uh, I would just encourage people to uh, experiment with this because when you've got documents that you want to access readily, iCloud Drive is an amazing place to go get them. So say, for example, somebody sends you a recipe that you really like or, or you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know, of an audio file or something. And um, if you put it into iCloud Drive and you create some folders, so you have some organizations. So like, say, for example, recordings from the voiceover class that's coming up or documents from there. You could create a folder in iCloud Drive and you could say voiceover 2020, okay? And you could create that folder. And then as documents and things come in, you can move them there so you always have access to them. And then you can share them with other people. So if you move, um, I don't know, like for example, I'm, uh, I'm working on a quiz for the voiceover class that's coming up. Uh, modified from the last class, and I've now got fifty-one questions. Oh my left. goodness! <laughs> went from thirty-nine. Went from yeah. thirty-nine to fifty-one. Yes, they gave me such grief about the thirty-nine questions. They were like, really, I came, "You couldn't I, come up with you couldn't come up with an even number." <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it had, it, you know, and she was probably perfectly happy to settle on the fifty, but just to get on your nerves, she had to I, do it exactly. I had fifty, and I was like, "Oh, th this this is not right." So I'm going to yeah. aggravate. Uh, you know, so so yeah, I've got fifty-one questions, and so say for example, if you got that document, 
out of the classroom, you could share it with some of your blind friends and go, okay, here's 51 questions about voiceover. Can you answer these? You know, kind right. of thing. And it's right. kind of fun to challenge people, um, you know, to something or if you, you know, whatever. Um, you can store these documents in iCloud Drive and they're available anywhere. And that share capability is an amazing feature um, when you've got a document you want to share with someone. It is. I can't and tell you how much. You put, I'm sorry, Matt. Especially no, when you share a folder, you can also make it read only. So the people can copy stuff out of there, but they can't move it or delete it. That way yeah. you ain't going to worry about it being lost. I'm, yeah. I'm very <laughs> glad. I'm Yeah, really glad you pointed that out because I forgot that. That's so important when you're sharing and collaborating. You don't have to allow all the collaborators to make changes. If you don't want to, you can restrict it. You can also have a public link that people can just visit a link and get it. And then you definitely are going to want to make it read only when you do that. Now, if it's actual collaborators, I think there's a 200 person limit and I believe there may be a file size limit, but it's really, really large. You know, it's multiple gigabytes, many gigabytes of whatever it is, if there is one. Um, but yeah, I was just, I can't tell you how much I love that collaboration feature. You know, Cliff and I, uh, of course are beta testers and we were so excited when iOS 13, first betas came out and had that in it then they pulled it for a while because they were having some problems with the a while Mac. it was almost six months well it was yeah it was yeah because they were having some issues with the mac os implementation of the shared folders and so we didn't get it back until spring basically ios 13.4 and we were so excited i mean it, it just you know it really really makes things incredibly awesome so yeah, and I think it put it over the top. That was the only feature that was missing that people love from Dropbox, but it's better than Dropbox because number one, it tells you who added what and when, and it has the the you know the ability to automatically like for instance, if I delete something, if I delete a, a file out of the folder in Dropbox, I don't even think they. I don't know. I haven't been on this. I can't say, but uh, I think Dropbox for a while didn't have the read-only option, but iCloud has had that you know, off the top. And if I'm not mistaken, Matt, you used to have Dropbox Premium. $9.99 is the same price for their two terabyte system uh, storage option, right? Yes. Yes, that's right. Yep. So they are at the same price point. And I personally, I think iCloud is better just because it ties into everything else that I already use. So, yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. So um, let's, uh, why don't we see what questions people have then? Um, and we'll go from there. Got about okay. 15 minutes left. All right, Cheryl, you may unmute. Guys, thank you. Um, I just, uh, thank you so much. I learned all the time from you. Um, Rita, I would like Rita to repeat what she said about the external drive, what type, how it hooked up. I walked away just, I think, as you said it, because I came back when you were finishing up. Um, oh, you know, The yeah. name of the... The um, it's a drive, yeah. flash drive or something. It's a it's a lightning to USB powered number three camera adapter. I'm giving it every name it's got. Okay, because <laughs> okay. sometimes they call it a camera adapter. Sometimes yeah. they call it a lightning on USB. But you want lightning to USB powered number three. That's Sometimes right. they call it camera adapter. It's about 40 bucks. 
but it's worth it. Don't it get is. the it's, one from Amazon because it won't transfer data. It looks right. ident- identical, but it's not a powered, uh, it, it won't work. And so then Cheryl, well, so you, think- you said, she oh, said something ahead. about it being being plugged in. Uh, I thought, does it does it have like where you plug it into the wall and then plug it into the uh, the iPhone? No, How'd so it's it's oh. got a it has two. You plug in, and by the way, you can use any flash drive with this. Then okay, but mm-hmm. and even some external hard drives. But it the the adapter plugs into the lightning port of your iPad or iPhone. And then it has two ports on the other end of it. It has a USB port and it has a pass-through lightning port. So you're going to take your existing charger, you know, your lightning cable and plug it in there. So Uh. you're... You're not plugging the adapter directly into the wall. You're whatever's right. plugged into the wall now is what stays plugged into the wall. But then this thing is Excellent. the you know is the go between, yeah. and it really does. You know, it's really funny. I the other day I had an experience. I didn't even get to tell you this. Uh, you'll appreciate this, Rita. But it, it, the other day, uh, a customer of mine, a friend of mine, uh, was over here for lunch. He brought his iPad. He said, "I can't get this powered because I recommended the same adapter to him." You know. And he's got some old files on flash drives. I can't get this to work. It says it doesn't have enough power. It's plugged in and nothing works. So I tested it, plugged it in here, and it worked just fine. Through conversation with this man and talking, we realized what he was doing wrong. He was using an iPhone charger to try to power an iPad and this mm-hmm. flash drive. And of course, that's oh. not going to give you enough power. Right, um, right. Yeah. You know, okay. so yeah, it was interesting. And this adapter, is that an Apple product? It is. Yes. Okay, good. All right. A lightning to USB powered number three adapter. Fine. Thank you so much, you guys. You're just fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. you. Okay, Greg, you may unmute. Okay. Hello, everybody. Um, Hi. Hi. You guys are doing well today. Um, My questions, well, first a quick comment and then um, a question, but I think the collaboration feature sounds uh, cool and... uh, with with the Apple products, I I really think I'm going to uh, now. Is that only open to Apple users and iCloud users? Um, the collaboration amongst um, like document sharing and things like that, file sharing, is that only open to um, iCloud? Not necessarily. If you make it a public link. Anybody can access it from iCloud.com, but if it's a file that requires an Apple app, then it may be limited because of that. So now, like, for example, Pages, Keynote, and Numbers, even though they're Apple apps, uh, it's possible for anyone on any platform to use them on the web. There's a web resident version of those at iCloud.com. So though, you know, there may be some limitations, but you can use them even if you're not an Apple user. And and certainly some other, you know, files may be compatible. So it just depends on what you are sharing and how you share it, but it's not out of the question. Okay. And then one more quick thing. Um, so on my iCloud, I haven't played around much with what's on the iCloud and what, you know, I've stored on the iCloud. Are all my pages, documents, and files, um, say any music files, that all is found on the iCloud, right? So your pages documents would be, uh, as long as you didn't change any of the, you know, the default settings and, you, you know, you chose to use iCloud, it's probably there, yes. And then your, your music is stored differently. And if you have Apple Music or iTunes Match, 
that is stored in iCloud, but it does not count against your personal iCloud storage. You're not going to see it on your iCloud drive. You know, it's it's elsewhere, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it still uses iCloud uh, to that extent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think you have everybody's head spinning because you don't have any other hands. Oh, well, <laughs> well you know, we, we could always end 10 minutes early if, if nobody yeah. else has any, but we'll give you guys a couple more minutes, come up with some more questions. One thing I wanted to point out, um, people ask if, you know, you have to be iCloud um, user to collaborate and stuff like that. Nine times out of 10, I would recommend it because if you get right. somebody that joins from a PC, number one, they're going to have to be cited because in no way, shape or form is iCloud.com accessible to JAWS, NVDA, Narrator and whatever other screen readers over there. But the other thing I wanted to point out is I just seen a, a, a statistic yesterday that in the in the third quarter of this year, Apple sold four times as many apps. It, it are no, their revenue was four times as much than Google, even though they sold half the apps. So, I mean, it just goes to show what is the dominant field. I'm not trying to stir nobody e either way or not. I mean, if you're on this Zoom call, you more than likely, hopefully, have some kind of Apple device because if not, it's not going to help you none. <laughs> but it's just a, a statistic that, you know, Apple numbers just keep rising so yeah. okay yes they're making a, li a liar out of me 970 you can unmute you may talk last three numbers 970 okay 970 hi sorry there you are <laughs> there i have a couple of quick questions um if uh we delete emails off the phone are they still stored in icloud well, that's a, a very different uh, uh, use of iCloud than the iCloud Drive. And first of all, what is your email service? What email provider are we talking about? Uh, we got Verizon. Okay, so Verizon, the only emails that get stored in iCloud are iCloud.com emails. All other emails go through whatever ser service they are uh you know, and so, you know, Gmail, Yahoo, Verizon, all of those will have their own servers and their own systems for storing um, email. And actually, it doesn't Verizon use AOL now or something? Um, yeah, that's but, correct. Yes. Yeah. So that that's all going to be stored on AOL servers, not on not on iCloud. The only email that's stored in iCloud is actual iCloud.com email. Okay. And uh, regarding the uh, powered uh, camera adapter, uh, someone mentioned that you can walk around the house taking pictures of everything you own. Uh, how is that done if you have to be connected to a wall outlet? Well, you would only connect to a wall outlet when you need the, the power for that particular adapter. So a lot of times, uh, you know, it's, it's only when you're going to be transferring the data. Uh, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't keep that connected at all times. Uh, okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, okay, last three numbers, 656. You may ask your question. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Uh, how do you copy and paste into Apple Books? I've never done that before. Um, so you want to copy from where? From the, um, the iCloud Drive. Oh, you mean like if somebody sends you a book and you want to put it into Apple Books? Yes. Well, as long as it's a compatible format, so it has to be either the EPUB, EPUB format, or a PDF, uh -huh. uh, PDF would work, and, and probably certain types of audiobook files, too, maybe. 
Um, you would okay. simply double tap on you double tap on the file in the in the files app to open it or wherever you have it, and then just choose the share option, and and then oh, Apple share. Books okay. or, or Books will be one of those choices. In fact, it may automatically open in Books when you double tap it. It's it's hard to say. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Nathan. Hello, can you hear me? Uh huh. Yes, yes. Hi. Hi there. Um, with all these uh, options for uh, putting uh, stuff in the cloud, what is going to be the average amount of storage space a person should have? Well, um, that's a, you know, it's a tough question to answer. Um, it is very much dependent upon what you are going to be doing. Uh, we have some rough numbers. Um, like I think you can get what is it? 500 songs per one gigabyte. And what's a gigabyte of video? Is it like a five minute video? Now, of course, that's all very rough because, you know, depending on video quality, audio quality, you know, compression rate, all those things are going to change that. Uh, right. Photos obviously are smaller than videos, but a live photo takes up the equivalent of two photos. I'm about to say um, it all depends on where you're getting it from, too, because I know that right. a 1080p hour and a half video is only one gigabyte now i don't know how much that space that will actually take up in icloud but that's how much it is when you know if you download it or whatever i've seen videos in my icloud that i've recorded with my phone that was in 1080p you know 10 minutes three minutes or you know somewhere between 10 20 minutes it was only like you know 350 megabytes so that's right well and, and yeah i i would agree there i would you know unless you're filming the next hollywood blockbuster i would strongly encourage you to record in 1080p not in 4k because the amount of extra space that 4k video takes up is typically not going to be worth it um but uh, yeah so it's a you know tough question to answer but i hope we've given you some pointers <laughs> anyway yeah, no, iCloud, uh, you might want to talk about the storage because iCloud Drive, help me differentiate this from your iCloud storage. iCloud Drive is separate, right? From iCloud? Well, iCloud Drive is part of the iCloud storage. The storage. iCloud storage okay. plan that you have includes iCloud Drive, iCloud Photos, uh, Got it. you know, and videos, all of those things, but as well as your backups and your, your iCloud email. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't count against your iCloud storage. And that includes your, you know, if you have Apple Music or iTunes Match, it includes all of your purchased movies and TV shows and books and apps. Those don't count against your personal storage. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, you know, those kinds of things, calendars, contacts, reminders, that's all separate. It, you know, it does not use your personal storage at all. So when you have an iCloud account, they give you five gigs of storage, which long time ago used to be enough it's not enough now <laughs> okay because like you know you put a whole bunch of documents or videos into iCloud Drive um, then you're taking up your data your room and so um, that five gigs gets taken up very quickly and anybody who takes a lot of pictures that was never enough yeah 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 <laughs> so recommend you know an iCloud uh, plan storage plan where it's either 99 cents a month for 50 gigs or it goes up from there correct okay that's your last question for the afternoon okay all right, all right. dream team i need a quick facetime audio call with y'all okay 
All right. Okay. We'll, uh, Sounds we'll fine. do that now. I'll initiate that now. Take care, everybody. And God bless you. Make sure you visit us at ttjtech.net. You can subscribe to our blog there. And that way you won't miss out on anything at all. And again, it's T-T-J-T-E-C-H dot N-E-T. Thanks so much, everybody, and take care. Bye, everybody. Have a good afternoon. You too.